0: Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2%? For every second that they improve their load time. In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I wanna to talk to you
1: today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com marketing school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm your host, Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about why we decided to do a podcast in the first place. So I guess I'll go first because I have another podcast in addition to this, and I've been doing it for about three years called Growth Everywhere. And that one is a podcast where I interview a lot of different entrepreneurs and really enjoyed it. You know, I I thought it would be good to kind of pay it forward in the beginning. So I really didn't have any ulterior motives when I was starting my podcast. It was really to just pay it forward and then, you know, see who would listen, see if it actually added value. And, you know, there's actually been a lot of good feedback around it. And um, it's actually led to a lot of different opportunities too. not to mention, Uh, I guess I can speak to the opportunities. But for example, you know, I do get leads from that podcast, people reaching out to work with me and also, yeah, in some cases work for me as well. You know, some of the people that have come from the podcast have been some of my best employees. There's actually there's only been one time where I've ever regretted letting somebody go and he now works at HubSpot. So, you know, that just goes to show the quality of people that come through the podcast. It's different because they're very motivated because podcasts are still kind of, you know, on the upward trend, you're tapping into an audience that's very sophisticated and, and very intelligent, and you're able to build relationships. You know, it's also led to speaking arrangements as well, and just a lot of things that you wouldn't expect. But, you know, at the end of the day, I would say with podcasts, you know, you can just think of it as another medium of, you know, getting your your, your message out there. So that's why we decided to do it. It's an easy way to just you know also meet up in person with Neil as well.
0: Funny enough, I didn't want to start a podcast for the longest time, right? Eric knows this how many times did you badger me to create a podcast? It's got to be at least four or five times. And how long did it take you to continue do a podcast? Probably close to a year. And, and the reason being for me is I travel a lot like we're right now recording in Los Angeles. I just flew back from Brazil I had two connections, terrible flights and it would be a third work to go back home into Las Vegas. But I was like, all right, let me stop in uh, L.A. for a day and then we can record. We have a lot of technical issues recording podcasts. We're finally getting them sorted out. It's a pain for me to do it. I love doing the podcasting, but it's a pain time-wise because my schedule is so hectic. It's not like content in which I can just write and publish whenever I want. When podcasting, I have to schedule out time in my day because there's one other person involved, Eric, right? So I look at it and as much of it is as a pain. It's really well worth it. I don't see the ROI in it yet, and I don't really worry about the ROI, but the feedback we're getting on like, oh, this is amazing, or oh, this is really awesome because I can listen to it while I'm driving to work, and this is way easier for me to digest than the content that you are producing, Neil, on a regular basis, it led me to realize that, hey, not everyone likes text-based content. Some people like videos. Some people like audios. And if you produce content in different formats – You'll get more readers, more listeners. It'll be better for branding. What's the ROI going to be? I have no idea, but I've learned from podcasting that I have a good amount of my readers that prefer podcasts or audio files over text. And so many so that I'm eventually, within the next 30 days, I'm going to add a tab to neilpatel.com that just lists out all the podcasts. Because when Eric and I first started out, I'm like, I don't know. How many listens are we going to get? And Eric promised me. He's just like... Within the first 30 days, what we were going to get, 100,000? I said 50 was the goal. 50 was the goal. Mm-hmm. We'll be on track for what in the first 30 days? 180. 180. So, which isn't bad. We haven't released 30 episodes out yet, but I'll take 180,000. I already told him, like, ah, we need to get to half a million or a million listens. Because the problem with all these listening stats in podcasting is just mm-hmm. they're off. Because anytime someone listens for a second, it counts it as a listen. And I don't count that as a true listen. Nonetheless, the point I'm trying to make is it's awesome. You should try to do it. I had no real reason to start other than Eric kept asking me to. But now that I'm doing it, even though it's a pain from a time standpoint, it's well worth it. And I do believe a year from now, not a few months, not six months, but a year from now, I'll start seeing the benefits from it. But it's just going to take a really long time
1: totally and you know i was just telling neil the other day i met one of the co-founders of the art of charm which is a podcast that gets you know we're talking millions of listens a month and they've been doing it for about 10 years and that's the type of journey that that it takes um you know when you talk about content marketing is is all about consistency that's what it really takes you know for us we're we're playing the long game here and we know you know being on a podcast being on multiple podcasts having videos as well having blog content having, you know, Facebook ads too. You just have multiple touch points where you just keep engaging with people to the point. I'm sure Neil gets this comment all the time. You know, I see your stuff everywhere and you know, your name becomes, you know, basically Neil is basically marketing at the end of the day because they see his stuff so much. Right. So, you know, that's the thing we're, we're playing the long game. And the other thing I'm going to say, Neil mentioned a really interesting point. The stats are really archaic right now. You can only see listens, Imagine I mean these are the days of you know you, you talk about the internet first coming out when GeoCities without was, was out there Tripod was out there and you were only able to see your hits you know people had those little cute you know counters on the on the bottom of their web pages and that's what it was that's all you could see you couldn't really get any real analytics but what does that tell you it basically tells you that it's very early days in podcasting right now. Podcasting is going into cars as well. So it's the opportunity for you to take advantage of it. Gary Vaynerchuk always talks about day trading attention. This is your opportunity to get into it right now and really, you know, build a brand. And that's what it's about. That's what we're trying to do here.
0: Yeah. And if you look at a lot of the popular podcasts out there right now,
1: They're generating really good income, either from advertising. Look
0: at John Lee Dumas. He publishes his income stats on entrepreneuronfire.com or EO Fire. I don't know what his domain is, but it's something like that. Tim Ferriss, he makes really good money from podcast advertising. He has a big brand from books as well. There's a lot of other people like Art of Charm guys. They probably do well. I don't know their numbers. Pat from Smart Passive Income. I've talked to him over the years, and he's like, podcasting has been amazing for me. And that's really what's made Pat really popular, right? He's done other things as well, but the podcasting really helped put him on the map. The point I'm trying to make is it's a great channel. You should do it, but don't expect a ROI in any time in the short run.
1: Give it at least one or two years. It is really warming to kind of see the comments people are saying. You know, people say, you know, I listen to your stuff in the car or when I'm working out. Um, one guy I connected with, I actually used to read his stuff a lot, and I still do when it comes out. Um, so his site is viperchill.com. His uh, name's Glenn Elsop, um, and he really knows SEO. And he was just, you know, emailed me out of nowhere saying, you know, I really like, you know, the stuff coming from your podcast, and you know, it's really beneficial. It's one of the, the best ones out there right now. And that's the these are the types of comments we're getting from from this podcast right now. And even the negative feedback it helps fuel us, and it helps kind of um, it helps us improve, you know, this podcast. So whatever feedback you guys have for us any ideas, you know, we're always, we're always open to it. So yeah, we're going to, you know, continue to trudge along when it comes to to podcasting. But I guess, you know, I can share some more numbers that Neil kind of alluded to. John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire, you can just Google, you know, Entrepreneur on Fire income reports, and you can see at its height, he's making, you know, 500k in a month. And then Pat Flynn, I think he's, you know, doing a healthy six figures too. And then there's a lot of other people out there.
0: That's pretty much it from mine. I don't really have anything else to add other than It's worth a shot so much so that I'm even thinking about doing video now because I've always wanted to do it. And I was talking with Ramit Sethi from I Will Teach You Be Rich and he was telling me how videos have done amazing for him as well. It just takes more work than podcasting. But um, this is my first step into getting into videos, right? Doing audio, then eventually I'll get into videos. And it's harder than content. Easier to do, but just the time-consuming part because I'm coordinating with one other person. I do recommend that if you're going to do a podcast, you either pick someone to do it with or... You interview people. So it's one or the other. If you interview people, you can get them to promote it. Eric and I, we just wanted to spit out our own knowledge and what we've learned and give out our own experiences. Hence, we don't interview people on this podcast. Plus, we already have an audience to promote, to. I have a good-sized audience. So does Eric. So this is why we chose to do it
1: in this format versus an interview format, which most people do. It's a channel that you should check out. And if you want to actually get into interview podcasting, I think uh, Andrew Warner from Mixer G has a course on how you can interview your heroes. That's how I initially started out. But I mean, for us, when we when we decided to do this podcast, we decided that we had to do something different from other people. So that's why you have two people talking all the time it is a big time commitment you know we do have to kind of coordinate together but you know doing it daily as well and then coming up with topics things like that there's there's a lot of logistical things but at the end of the day you know in addition to people reading you know our content you know you actually get to hear from us and then you know neil talked about going into video more so you're actually getting to know this person who knows maybe virtual reality in the future you get to even even shake neil's hand in the future who knows <laughs> um so that's it for this episode of Marketing school let us know what you think and we'll see you in tomorrow's episode this session of marketing